What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with beneficial information to change your situation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, give you that consumer law education, and just help you get to the next level. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the episode of the CAT Podcast, Consumer ammunition tactics podcast i got a special guest in the building i got depresha sutter i'm gonna read her bio we're gonna get straight into it so she says that her goal is to see is to break generational curses while creating generational wealth through simple education that's not taught in schools she's a wealth educator who aids people in having negative items removed off of their credit reports building and establishing excellent credit so they could buy homes vehicles etc her main line is she does not care if you play the game with or without a coach. You just have to play. There's a lot of exclamation points. Doing nothing gets you nowhere. Welcome to the podcast. appreciate how you feeling? I'm feeling awesome. How are you doing today? Good, good, good. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Highly favored Love the whole it. nine. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I want to start off just by talking about how you actually got into the credit game. If you want to give us a little bit of background, did you grow up talking about credit? Is it something you discovered on your own? You know what I'm saying? Let's get into that. No, actually. So my name is Depresha Sutter. I'm born and raised yeah. in Oklahoma City. To be honest, never thought that this would be something I would be um, even interested in. My okay. background was I have a bachelor of science in kinesiology. I wanted to be in the medical field and I was just going further and further in school. But honestly, I had what we would say is a good, great paying job. And mm -hmm. um, what happened was, is I did not know how to manage money. I lived paycheck to paycheck and everybody always told me pretty much shut up because I was making more than them. So oh, I realized just because I want more, I can have more and I shouldn't allow people to speak their limitations on me. So this Amen. opportunity came around to me. I have a mentor that, you know, really taught me the game. But when the opportunity came to me, what made me have so much of a wealth of knowledge it's because I dug and dug because I needed it. It wasn't everybody else first. I needed it. And once you learn and you could teach it, it's a whole nother ball game. Definitely. So, yeah. Definitely. Okay, definitely, definitely. I know one big thing that we talked about was the fact that a lot of people, they don't think about the fact of just the simple things like budgeting, like the basics. Because some people, they'll fix their credit. And then they're going to mess it up again because they, they don't keep up with the fact of, oh, I shouldn't continue getting mm -hmm. late payments. I shouldn't budget. Can we talk about the importance of budgeting and things like that when it comes to credit repair? So uh, one thing about credit repair is no matter if you get everything deleted, you know, credit repairs, two portions is the litigation. So getting things removed off the credit report, but it's also building. But what I feel like people tend to kind of forget if you don't actively make a budget, pay down your debt, you know, keep your utilization down, you're going to be in the same place you was six months ago. So once you get all right. So once you get all those items removed, why did you get there? Was it because you made a late payment? Was it because a car got repo? Was it because you didn't have enough money and enough money comes to budgeting and budgeting? It seems like an easy word. Right. But if it yeah. was that easy, why, why is there so many people in debt? Mm. Why is there so many people in debt if it's that easy? So my goal is to make you fall in love with that ugly word budgeting, <laughs> because oh, at the end of the day, what is going to come out of it? You're going to learn you're overspending or you're not making enough. And what comes after that action? Mm. So once you create that action, then you don't fall in that rabbit hole of, OK, I popped a tire. Now I can't pay off this credit card. Now I can't send money to my kids for lunch like you don't have to keep on going through that cycle if you actually create a plan. So saving, mm -hmm. um, here's a here's a statistic, and I, I hope everybody vow for this to not be them. Um, right. it is it is predicted that there are 64 that 64 percent of Americans are gonna retire with less than ten thousand dollars in their retirement savings. It's crazy, hey. right? Yeah. You you okay with living with ten thousand dollars once you retire? Hey man, no. Nah. <laughs> that's why so many people after they retire they're going straight back to work that's so once you say that's not me once you say i'm not going to be that person looking rich today to be broke tomorrow then mm -hmm. once again me you can actually make a plan so once you get the results you want you're still on track to continue to reach all your goals and you don't fall behind 
or at least you know definitely. what to do if you do fall behind. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So one thing I'm noticing just about, you know, the way you talk and stuff, I feel like you got a really good mindset. So I don't know, like, where you, was it, like, from mentors and stuff like that? Because I always like to say that the person that believes that they can't do something, the person that believes that they can do something, both people are correct. You know what I'm saying? So it's about how you think about it. So are there, like, different books? Was it mentorship? How'd you get the mindset that um, you have? I would, I would say, uh, number one, like, you know, where I grew up, like my parents, okay. I'm, I'm a firm believer that your parents' ceiling should be your floor. And you look around yourself and if you want more for you, but you want more for your family. And so with me, like, I didn't say this in the beginning, but how I really, really got into it had nothing to do with the money. It simply mm -hmm. had to do because I didn't have the time to be there with my ill mom. So like, if you see her, her health is so up and down. But at the end of the day, when it's down, it's bad. So she had a stroke. She couldn't walk. She couldn't talk. She couldn't move. Oh, wow. I cannot be there with my mom because of work. And so as I dug, once again, I told you I dug for me to learn for me, but also to have that freedom to be with my family with those important moments, I started getting pissed off. So mm -hmm. I, I really hate saying this, but I feel like that's where uh, my energy comes from. It's because mm -hmm. the more mad I got and start realizing the world's a business, so at the end of the day, you're going to be a winning side or losing side. But yeah. ultimately, like, we have all the resources to succeed. It's just no one's educating us. No one's showing us. So the more I got pissed off that you guys can do it, you guys, you guys definitely have it. It made me more passionate about it. And then on top mm -hmm. of that, like, I had 24, 22, 24, yeah, negative items on my credit, on my credit when I first started my credit journey. Yeah. Every client I've had, I have less than five thus far. So it's only four, four people so far that had more than me. And mm. all of my negative items came as a child. So that wow. is who's being attacked is the youth. So yeah. um, outside of, yes, I work with, you know, I work with adults all the time, but I do educate at the library too and talk to the kids because I don't want them to mess up and let the world really take advantage of them. So right when they get out in the world, they're already, you know, screwed from the beginning. So um, gotcha. mentorship definitely was a big part but I think for me it was just me getting upset and I, I'm I'm not a mom but I'm so motherly and I just want to save everybody <laughs> I feel that I feel that you say you educate at the libraries where, where are you educating at so the like local libraries library. or something mm -hmm. so once a month um okay. I alternate so one month is actually talk to adults about, you know, the home buying process. And sometimes I get a realtor to walk in and stuff to kind of give, you know, more of an insight of it and talk about That's budgeting, it. saving, kind of what you need to do. Because ultimately, yes, you need to build your score up. But are you going to have money for that down payment? You know, yeah. do you know what resources are out there and what do you need to do? Mm -hmm. And so we kind of talk about that. We talk about credit cards and, you know, mm -hmm. the, I, I, I won't say cons to it, but just like the knowledge that's not taught to us when it comes to credit cards yeah. and then the kids really just what's going to happen when you set foot into college there's going to be a bank over here a bank over here oh you want a debit card you want a credit card you know so really just like what you're going to see and what you need to do so you're not that person drowning in student loans once you leave so you don't get finessed basically okay yeah. and after that I feel that so one thing I was thinking about too is I know there's a common misconception people think like Oh, if you're a high income earner, then you should be able to budget well. But I know that let's say someone has like a, like they make like five hundred thousand dollars a year versus uh -huh. someone that knows how to manage their fifty thousand dollars. Do you deal with high income and low income people and you're seeing some of the same factors going on? Uh in a sense. I won't I won't say people are people. So I won't say someone yeah. with more money is not okay. struggling versus somebody uh that has less than what they have. Because at the Definitely. end of the day, What's the opposite of rich? I want you to answer that question for me. What's the opposite of rich? The opposite of rich? Is that a trick question? Kind of. But a, just answer, answer and just answer it. Just how if if someone said, What's the opposite of rich? What you gonna say? Come on. Passing, over, passing over opportunities repeatedly. Poor. <laughs> <laughs> I actually disagree with you. What is the it? The opposite of rich is important. It's mismanagement of money. Okay, that's what's up. So okay. when we, when yeah, we talk yeah, about I, the two income saying. earners, yeah. So when we talk about the two yeah. income earners, you can make so much and have everything and not have extra money to invest. You not have extra money for raining days. Because when it comes to budgeting, the main main thing you need to do with budgeting is create a deficit. 
Because mm-hmm. most people don't have a savings account and we know it's going to rain. Are you going to have an umbrella for it? You know, you may pop a tire. Are you going to have money on the side? You know, so when those things happen, you're fine. Because what happens is you create a budget for you. So all my all my uh, mothers, fathers out there, are you creating a budget just for you? Or are you putting money on the side when, when your child wants some money for school? You know, mm, so yeah. but money just flies away. So I don't really Definitely. say the the two sides mean something. You know, the only difference they probably have more just because they're the job they chose or the business they have. But I guarantee you the more money you make, the more you spend. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's why that's why I always tell people like it's more so about like managing the amount of money you have. Because mm-hmm. like um back when I was when I was young, when I when I graduated college, I yeah. paid off my student loans within one year. And a lot of people were asking me how I did it. And I know part of it was I had a privilege. I had a six-figure job based off of my chemical engineering job. But at the end of the day, I was still able to, you know, manage my money. So that's why, you know, I wanted to kind of see it. And it seems like what you're saying is, you know, we're resonating as far as some of the high-income earners, they have budgeting problems as well. So, you know, it's just people. And sometimes it's just having a system. So, like, uh, you know, like, once again, I've, I've dug but I do have tools, you know, I have services and stuff to help clients. So we have a um, debt payoff tool. So I have a client, how much? $32,000 in student loans. It was going to take them six years to pay it off. And once we actually plugged in numbers, like, hey, if you pay just the extra $10, the extra $20, or, you know, actually started making those payments, they were able to get their student loans down $10,000 less, $22,000. And it's going to be paid off within two years. That's crazy. I think I actually had thirty two thousand something. To be yeah. honest, yeah, it's so a sneaky crazy. rate. The interest yeah, yeah, yeah. rate. <laughs> it is it's sneaky. It's very very sneaky. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, most definitely, most definitely. So let's say, just for the listeners, let's say that I'm somebody. My budgeting is trash. How do I even get in contact to work with you? And what does that even look like? So um, I am on. Ooh, I'm I'm on a few platforms. I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn. Facebook okay. and also Instagram and TikTok. My TikTok's blowing up, by the way. Okay, <laughs> but, that's what's up. Uh, on TikTok. My business name is Preview to Wealth. Mm-hmm. Preview to Wealth, T O Wealth. And once you contact me, we'll go over a little consultation, go over a game plan. Really, first we talk about credit. And then from there, you know, why are you there? You know, we do have tools to help businesses, we have tools to help protect your family, your assets, giving you a will, trust, power of attorney, stuff like that. And so what happens is, is once you're enrolled with us, it takes about five minutes. It doesn't take long at all to enroll. Um, I have a team that will actually go through all the services with you. But I'm also that personal assistant that you could contact. I I pretty much keep myself available for my clients. There's times like obviously we'll have to schedule a time and we'll just do weekly Zooms and really, let me not say weekly Zooms. I give you weekly education on different platforms. And then um, from week monthly, We'll get on and just track a game plan and kind of see where you're at. Just so you don't fall awesome. behind. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. So you do you do credit repair as well or no? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it like a package thing or how does yeah. it's it a case by case yeah. so situation? Total, it's pretty much a financial suite. So gotcha. credit. Most of my clients come for credit. 90% come for credit. And then you right, let's talk on. about credit then. We, we talk about yeah. the back today. You know, we got to get you more clients too. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. so they come so they, for they credit. Come, they come for credit, but then they get yeah. on. And then remember, I told you, then we start talking about what is the problem? Is it budgeting? Is it saving? Most clients have issues with budgeting. Number one, budgeting, mm-hmm. savings. Uh, gotcha. We do have tools to actually educate you on credit. I do the extra and kind of make little videos and stuff to kind of, I hate to say, um, let's say this, pretty much make it simple. So you okay. understand it because it's still foreign yeah. language. Yeah, and yeah. so then I'll do different things so they actually understand. But we do have tools to educate them on the five factors of credit, quiz them so they understand where they're at. We have credit builders and then um, just a lot of things to pretty much protect their financial their financial wealth as a whole. And then they gotcha. have attorneys as well. If depending on what's going on, if they got eviction and stuff that they could contact to actually help fight them for that. So I'm partnered with attorneys and also I have customer service that I have to help me because I, I don't I can't just be a one man show. Yeah, yeah, one woman show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I feel that. Okay. So what is like like let's say I enroll now? Uh-huh. Is it is it like a six month, twelve month? Is it kind of like credit repair? It kind of depends or how long does someone in your program? Um, it definitely depends. 
Obviously, okay. you can have results within 30 to 45 days, but me and you both know a lot of times it's a lot of updates, you know? Yeah, but definitely. to me, I want to celebrate those wins because at the end of the day, nobody's updating it if there's not a letter sent, right? Definitely. And so uh, from there, I always say the best results normally come around three rounds, but we pretty much have a 10 month game plan. Um, okay. I say average clients stay on about six, seven months. But we do gotcha. have a 10 month game plan. So you are literally on track with your financial wealth as a whole and not just credit. Gotcha. You even that have tools to help you leverage it. So if you want business funding, if you're trying to refinance your auto loan, your student loans, you really are able to come to one place for it instead of going to a bank. This person here, yeah, here, yeah, everything's in one. And it that all one. just depends on what you want to actually use. You can use it all or just one, two things, whatever. But ultimately, when it comes to organizing your finances, that's where it starts. Okay, definitely, definitely. I want to talk about, basically, it sounds like, you know, you got a whole system and everything going on, which is <laughs> good. I know we got a lot of credit repair business owners listening, uh -huh. as well as people that want to fix their own credit. So I wanted to uh -huh. talk about, like, what's been working so far within your own business, just to help other credit repair business owners. So what's helped me is two things. Uh, those seeking leads, go find people who have your leads. Partner with realtors. Partner mm. with mortgage lenders. We are not against each other. We are all trying to help as a whole. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, if everybody was together, we could do so much, so much more. We could save the clients money. You know, it's so, not like we're just pushing to get a quick buy. Because at the end of the day, that quick buy, somebody's losing. You know, regardless, you've got that quick income, somebody's losing. So partner with people who genuinely care and really want to help the people in the community so you guys can give a wealth of knowledge than just what you have alone. Right. Yeah. And then um, so real quick, you go faster alone, but you go further together. So definitely yeah. want to go further together. Another thing I say is leverage social media. Don't stop. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I only give my opinion. Be yourself. My TikTok, honestly, I, I I'm always around my family. One one thing people see is me and my family, 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 and I felt like I was such a perfectionist that I wanted to delete all those and just give education. But then it oh, got they got to see a real person. People. But that that's what happened. Yeah. I had someone call me and they was like, you know, I did a consultation with you because I felt like you're real because you're a mom. And I'm like, oh, girl, I'm not a mom. I'm the best auntie in the world because they seen kids <laughs> on my stuff. But it was oh, able to, okay, gotcha. it, it allowed me to break the ice and for us to have actual genuine conversation than them feeling like they're calling um I'm I'm still big business, but calling like when you call the airport, like it's a whole different conversation. You ain't joking with that yeah. person on the phone. Like I, yeah. I want you to be comfortable enough to actually have a conversation with me and trust me so we can actually dig down to what the actual problem is. Cause I'm going back to credit cards. A lot of times people think this is the biggest misperception. If you have a credit card, does not mean your credit is going to build just by having a credit card. So a lot of people think, okay, well, I got a credit card. I maxed it out. My credit is building. But no, there's actually things you need to do. You need to keep your utilization down. If you max it out, paying it before it's reported. So you can actually, number one, get points because who doesn't want points and cash back? But uh, also yeah, to definitely. so you can continue to build your score as well. So that's where, to me, the lack of education is. But talking about what the problem is so we could fix it. Because a lot of times they don't know they're the ones hurting their credit outside of like what we're disputing exactly exactly okay so collaborate with people mm -hmm. and leverage social media got to okay what's your favorite <laughs> social media that's been working for you so far um so i was saying facebook but i actually say tiktok now tiktok tiktok so i have a link tree and my link tree has pretty much all my information i have resources stuff like that on there and uh, Linktree actually told me where all my people are coming from. And more than 50% yeah. was TikTok. And mm. it blew my mind when I seen that. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. just it's it's in where it starts to just be consistent. Because it's not like, Definitely. I mean, I feel like I blew up overnight, but it wasn't an overnight process. I was just posting. Mm. Like, that's mm. one thing I could, I will always say about me. I, I am consistent. And mm. if you're not, write something down and schedule it because everything, Definitely. I don't know about TikTok, but
but I know all the other social media platforms, you can schedule. You can schedule and just allow that to continuously allow people to see your face. That's you. You want people to see your face. You want people to see what you're doing. You want to see, want people to see the value and how you're helping people. And Mm -hmm. then the leads are just going to come. They're just going to come automatically. No one cares what you do until they know how much you care. Mm. Mm. That's a bar. That's a bar. Yeah. That's a bar. No one cares. Yeah, definitely. I like what you said too, about showing your face. Cause I always tell my mentees like, Credit repair comes with a lot of people saying, oh, scam, scam, scam. So it's like, you got to, you know, obviously show your face so you don't appear like someone that is scamming and then just showing you genuinely care. So that's that's definitely. And let them know, that's important. just people still scared of money. That's what scams stand for. Don't confuse about money. Yeah, money. yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts, facts. But also, you got to think about it. If you have links and because um, most of the time you got information somewhere, resources is based off a link. You have people scamming on social media. That's why you want people to see you are real. I could post memes. I could post pictures of education all day long. But if they don't know there's a face behind that, it's it's like, should I click this? Should I trust them? So it's it's really giving uh, that door open for them to trust who you are. And once again, to know you care and see the value you're giving out there. You I don't know how people and let, let me be quiet because I really didn't even use social media like that. I mean, I did, but not how much I do now. But yeah. uh, you just got to run into a scare and you got to fail Definitely. forward. Just keep going. Definitely. Keep going. You're going to hate the way you talk on camera when you first start talking. But after a while, it's just. The more knowledge, you know, what? Wait, hold on. Hold on. What's, what am I saying? Uh, <laughs> plus skill equals success. You said what? Go ahead. So like repeat it. Desire plus skill equals desire success. Desire plus skill equals success. Okay. So like, like just keep on digging, keep on digging because everything Definitely. you know, for those who, you know, are starting a credit repair business, for those who already have one, what happens is, is even if like I have a team of people that help me, but that doesn't mean I don't need to know every aspect of my business, right? Definitely. Because the yeah. more I know, then I'm able to help and assist even more. Everything you've ever done in life, even walking, okay? Everything new you could learn and from there you could earn. Definitely. I feel like I got I feel like I got all the little slogans right now. But that's the thing is just continue yeah. to uh dig for yourself, but also for other people. Cause the more you know, then I mean you're you just are gonna grow just automatically. Definitely, definitely. And going back to what you said about failing forward, you got to think about it. Like, let's say it takes you 100 videos before you actually get good. If you post one a day, it's going to be over three months. If you uh-huh. post four times a day, you fast track that process, right? So it's going to be like less than a month. So, you know, the consistency consistency part, just, you know, failing forward. I really, I really like that. It's definitely a good point. So one thing that I wanted to talk about too, just to humanize you, you know, we we know that, you know, you're going crazy as far as a business. What's something I guess has been like maybe a struggle lately or something that you've overcame within your business? Um, I feel like for me is your my why. So like my okay. biggest why is really just like, you know, being able to have that time to be with my family, not miss those moments, right? And mm-hmm. so um, one thing I see the most, even with the people I mentor, I always say, don't let your why be the very thing that slows you down. That could be your kids, right? And mm-hmm. what happens is, is I'm a, I, I love my mom. She actually works with me and she, uh, she actually does when I'm doing part-time. So we work together. But what yeah. happened was, is when I was able to give that time, it's like, she didn't want me to let, to let me go, you know? Uh, and I had yeah. to let her know, like, this this isn't personal, it's business. I'm going to be yeah. here, but I'm still building something big for us, for us to really have that financial freedom to be always together. So mm-hmm. uh, really just like making sure I drown out the outside noise and really just, you know, stay connected, continue to learn and really educate myself so I'm able to pour or fill my cup. You mm. got to be able to fill your cup to even pour into others. So mm-hmm. it does not matter. I'm human too. You know, when people call me about a late payment, I'm like, I've done one of those before. You know, like I'm human yeah. too. So I have yeah. to make sure, you know, I'm continuously pouring my cup and educating myself to continue to pour into others. But another thing was something that was really, really hard for me and was following up. 
that was actually the biggest struggle and the biggest in the beginning of my business. The biggest. That's where the, the money's biggest. at. Yeah, that is where yeah. the money's at. But yeah. um, I I told you I'm really big on collaboration. So my strength is social media, but my follow up my follow up was my weakness. So I really just found somebody that was amazing at follow up, and that's when Perfect. I learned about automatic systems. That's when I learned. You know, um, if you can't do hire hire a VA or something for that moment, yeah. if you got something else going on. So I leverage what's around the tools that freaking Google, you're gonna find stuff, YouTube, you're gonna find stuff. Definitely. And so it allows me to be able to sit back a little bit. So if I feel like I'm I'm being lazy in any sense, there's something going to make sure my business is still open. Definitely, definitely. Use many chat the automations. I I do. I actually Perfect. have it off right now. <laughs> Oh, really? I have it off right now because I just want to change up the. Uh, you know, oh, the okay, the flow. Yeah. But yeah, but um, gotcha. I I do, but because TikTok is what's going crazy, many chat don't do TikTok. Yeah, yeah, they don't. I wish they actually did. That that'd be better too. Because I'll I'll tell um, people to comment, but I got to manually go on TikTok, so it's kind of. It's, it's kinda different. Hard. Yeah, it's yeah, different. Yeah. The many chat is cool. I like many chat. Yeah, but it allows you to have a conversation with the person you can have a consultation whatever so when you come back now we're going to the meat and potatoes versus just scratching okay. the surface the surface is already scratched or just um at that point you know because many chat is really like it seems like a, a real person and yes it's you but it's a robot talking to you yeah. um you're able to come back and just see like hey i'm here what's going on are you able to get on the phone I'm very big definitely. on hopping on the phone. Let's talk. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, no, I could, I could definitely see that. So going back to your why, you said, uh, was that something you overcame already or that's something that you're still maneuvering? Um, I say, I say it's not a completely overcame. Okay. Um, but at the end of the day, it's more of a maneuver, but I've been able to have a conversation. So I'm not just saying my mom, for instance, but she was a big part of just me like saying like I'm I'm leaving my job I'm making this work because I want to be with you it's 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 a hard thing when you're this close to somebody and they're at their worst moment and you cannot be there at all you know that's it's it it doesn't feel well you know yeah. and so for me just really telling people that it is not personal it's business that mm -hmm. is that is a line you gotta keep saying it's not personal it's business and really yeah. un and letting them understand this is for us like this is not okay. just for me this is for us and if someone can't understand that just figure out a way for you to take a step away and be with you and get things done give yourself mm -hmm. a clock in clock out i got clock in i got a clock in clock out for my busy work i got a clock in clock out if you know my mom does want to spend time with me so just really like what has helped me maneuver is honestly giving myself a schedule mm. give myself a schedule for people <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah definitely just definitely. like you do with your business most definitely so what would you say drives you would you say your mom family I'm just kind of curious what drives you as far as um, i would i would definitely say family and i say mental health okay um because I was that person that gave my life to my jobs, you know, and I didn't realize how much life I was missing. I didn't realize how much my work was beating me up. Because what happens is, is I'm not against, you know, those that have a nine to five. I'm not at all. But what happens is, is you are giving your all to build somebody else up, right? So let's say Definitely. if you go to canceling, let's say if you experience burnout, no matter what, who's going to reap the benefits of that job? Your boss, right? Mm. Versus when you have something of your own, I don't care how long it's taking you. I don't care. There's businesses that start and don't make revenue till 10 years later. But at the end of the day, when you build something for you, no matter the blood, sweat, and tears you have, who's going to end up reaping the benefits? It's you. It's you. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> You sounded like me. They they gonna they gonna say like I paid you to talk like this because I I be extra with it sometimes. I, I talk crazy about nine to five and all that. Like you gotta have your own you know stuff and build. And I mean I'll say on the podcast I don't got nothing against people that have nine to five. I just be joking around or whatever. But um yeah no what you're saying is very very true because it's like you could work so hard and they only paying you pennies of what your exactly. actual value is. You know what I'm saying? So your job so when was the last time you actually worked a job? Oh, my um, bad, 
it was, I'll answer that. It was February of 2022. That's oh, so February. February of last year. Yep, last year. Last oh, okay, year. No. I last left last year, year too. I completely, completely left. And so uh, it's crazy. I don't even feel like a good employee no more. Y'all, I was an amazing <laughs> employee. I just, now it's like, mm-mm, you know? But, uh, yeah. but once again, it's just it's just one of those things that, the reason why everybody's even at nine to five is because number one, safety is safety. Exactly. You know, exactly. when you have your own business, you can make zero dollars one day. The next day you can make $10,000. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. So yeah. at the end of the day is safety. It's safety, it's safety, it's safety. So I'm very big on making a plan. So you are okay. You know, and it's okay. Like if you are an entrepreneur and you need something on the side to make sure you're good, it is completely yeah. fine. But just continue to revert back to your why. You know, why are you doing this? Every job, every business has a process. And so I feel like what happens is, is um, I realized, ugh, I'm saying this. <laughs> I realized I worked harder for the man. When I say man job, I yeah. realized I worked harder for the man than I worked for myself when I oh, first started man. business. Damn. That hurts. <laughs> I, I realized it. I mean, like, shoot, I go hang out with my friends and think just let, let's just say at night you got a little too lit, right? Yeah. And you got you got work the next morning, you gonna drink your Pedialyte, your, your liquid IV, your water, you're gonna show up. Why? Cause you cause you know you're gonna get fired. Or you're just yeah. gonna get in trouble, okay? Let's say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you have your own business, who's gonna fire you? Hey, Who's gonna tell you, you gotta wake up if you ain't set alarm? And also if, if you don't want to, because you the boss. Yeah. yeah. So I, I had to look at it as like I think what made me make a change is I had to ask myself, Depreciate, would you fire you? Mm, so you gotta start, you gotta start like your your jobs actually teach you how to have a successful business. Definitely. That's why I say you gotta have a clock in, clock out, because I didn't have one. I worked when I wanted to, which there's there's pleasure in that. Don't get me wrong, but that ugh, I just always hate when I say that. But I did, I did realize, I did realize that I was that person that worked harder for the man than myself, and that that yeah. makes no sense because who you need it to does. invest in truly is you. Exactly. I always tell people like, kind of like what you said, use your job. Like when I was uh -huh. working my job, I was like, okay, this is how they do. They award right. people for doing this. I'm looking at the different systems they're doing. So now it's definitely important to use that job as leverage and i just want to say congratulations for you know not working a job no more it's dope to have your own freedom you know what i'm saying you can do whatever you want whenever you want but i mean it's not as sweet as it sounds you know when you're running your actual business but you know it is what it is so mm -hmm. i want to basically as we transition i want to talk i want to ask you is there any question that people don't ask you that you'd want to discuss or talk about you're like, damn, I wish people asked me X, Y, Z or something. I don't know how many interviews you'd be doing. Are you talking about like you asked me? Like what Anything I want you to ask me? Yeah, yeah, just something like, let's say you do a lot of interviews and you're just like, damn, I, I wish they asked me that. Damn, I wish Michael was going to ask me about, you know, whatever. Any topic. Uh-oh. <laughs> now you got me thinking really hard. Um, When I talk to people... That's hard because now I feel like I'm about to make a statement. You gonna make a statement? Go ahead and make the statement. It ain't no template to it. Go ahead, say what you gotta say. I feel like if I had to say what I wish people asked me is more so, which you kind of did, just kind of like my process, like where I was at and how did I overcome, like even when it comes to my credit and stuff. Because what gotcha. happens is, is when you're skilled and when you're learning, people tend to forget that you probably were exactly where they were a year ago. Yeah. yeah. So, and that, and I feel like sometimes like if I don't get that question, I'm always trying to tell somebody like, they're like, you don't want to see my credit. You know, you don't want to see this. You're going to be so disappointed when I'm just mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, like if I have to be transparent with you, like with where I was at, like I started my credit journey in the 600s. Truthfully, mm -hmm. I did not know. I know now, but 
past tense, I didn't know how it got there. Most of the time you got mm. a number and don't know where that number came from. It's just like, this yeah. is the number they stamped on me today, right? And yeah. so uh, once I cr- started my credit journey, I was so excited when I hit the 700. You know, I'm like, oh, 719, I'm there. I'm doing, I'm yeah. building. But then what happened? Life started lifing. You know, Mm, I started making the late payments. I started not paying attention to the plans that I created for myself. Mm -hmm. And my score went all the way to five. I think it was 510. That's the lowest score I ever had ever that ever seen, you know, that Mm. I was that I was aware of. Mm-hmm. And so the positive thing about me is my plan was also my backup plan. So I was able to, you know, call my attorneys. Hey, I messed up. Repo my credit. Let's start this over. Then that's when I started realizing how much everything else was important so I could get mm-hmm. back where I once was and go further than that. So a lot of people don't realize, I feel like in businesses where you actually do become skilled in a particular area, if you were them and yeah. come on, grab my hand and walk with me. You know, mm-hmm. you got to walk. I'll, I'll grab your hand, but you got to walk with me. So Definitely. just really understanding that, you know, we are humans, understanding that, you know, um, at least I speak for myself, like I'm genuinely really, really trying to help people. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, I only could go, you know, you don't help somebody that's ready to be helped. True. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's stick on that credit topic. So how did it make you feel as you were going through that? Like, how'd you feel when you saw the 510? Did you have like anxiety? Was it like you couldn't believe it? Did you think someone stole your identity? Maybe it was someone else's credit. <laughs> like, how did you no, feel? it wasn't really. It wasn't really the number that made me okay. feel away because once yeah. that number starts going down, it what 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 is it going down for? Remember, I told you what's the reason you make you're making late payments. You're not budgeting. Yeah. So then you start looking at your money as a whole and how you're living. You know, do you have extra money on the side to have a nice meal? Do you, and I'm not saying I was doing bad or anything, but you start looking at everything as a whole. But what happened with me, and I didn't say all this, but what happened with me is my, I was, I was running with my business. I was running with it. My car got stolen. You know, uh, my mom and my stepdad was going through a divorce. And at this moment I was in the midst of transitioning about house. So it was just so much was happening in my life. And even, um, I don't know how transparent you want me to be. <laughs> be as transparent as you got some, you so, got some of your and, future and clients midst, watching the, right now. So in the midst of this, then I had a friend that got shot up. You know, my friend oh, got man. shot up. Uh, she's still alive. Praise God. Okay, that's but, good. Uh, Praise my God. friend got shot up. Truthfully, yeah. I didn't think I would care so much about a dog, but we had to put my dog down. This is all happening like in a matter of two weeks. Like all oh, this, like uh, life was just happening and then as yeah. I was getting out that funk my uncle passed away and my cousin passed away so oh, it was sorry, just God. like I wasn't I wasn't in a great place and what happens is is I'm big I'm very big on wellness as a whole so mm-hmm. I, I can't think of all there's eight factors of wellness so it's like financial physical all this stuff right when mm-hmm. one part of your life is not doing well everything else just goes down yeah. So that's why, like, if you're not happy, maybe you just need to do a crunch or push up and exercise. Maybe you just Go need to, to drink water, you yeah, know, maybe. so you don't have that headache. You know, so a lot of times it all ties together. So what yep. happened to me when that score was going down, my life was going down too. Mm. So it wasn't the number I was looking at. So then I had mm. to really take a step back and really just like depreciate. You got to snap back. Of course, I got to feel, I got to heal. But yeah. at the end of the day, life is going to continue to keep going regardless. So what you you going to sit on that couch and gain a, another 10 pounds <laughs> or you actually going to get up and do what you need to do to heal yourself? You know, that's reading a book, you know, get around loved ones. And really, once again, I, I was very big on already making a plan. This is I was in my business at the time, you know, so I'm already teaching this stuff. But I was falling back myself. So I had to go back. I had to go back. We mess up. I had to go yeah. back and just go back to the drawing board and be intentional with my goals so I could get back to where I can't even say where I once was past where I was at, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's heavy. That's a lot. Did you go through therapy for any of this or... So I, honestly, I, I love my therapist. I did not go okay. back to her. I did think about it at that moment. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I love therapy. So truthfully, I really wouldn't mind going back to her anyways or anything. 
But yeah. um, one thing about it is before, was it months before? It was months before that happened. I just ended my therapy. So okay. a lot of things that I learned by having a therapist was things I was able to implement in my life. So gotcha. for those that, that love therapists against therapists, I feel like a therapist is there to help you talk through the problems that you have, to help you be able to answer what you need because you are the only person that know what you need. You're the only person. And there's times you may have a therapy session, talk for a whole hour about something you did not think you cared about, but they're going to tell you, you've been talking about this for the whole hour and our session's over. So you realize it's bothering you. So mm -hmm. uh, a lot of things I've learned by having that therapist in journaling, you know, so you can see what's on your mind. Then uh, that actually helped me get through a lot. So I definitely say therapy helped, but I did not have therapy at that time. Gotcha. How often do you journal? Um, so I have this little journal book. I wish it was around me because I forgot what it was called. It's from Amazon. It was like five books. Um, nice. but that journal, I go to it simply, I say about maybe like twice a week and it has oh, little okay. prompts, but it's a, it's a journal to make you like, like really dig deep within, like what's going mm -hmm. on with you? What makes you happy? You know, um, how was this week? Whatever. Then I have another journal. So that journal I look at weekly. And so gotcha. it's kind of personal in business. Kind of what hurdles okay. were I going through? What what actually pushed my business further so I'm able to reflect? Okay, gotcha. So I got a question. Uh -huh. what, makes you, what makes you happy? What makes me happy? Yeah. I feel like that's so, like, broad. <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay, so uh, what what makes me happy is simply really just... Mm. You just be wanting me to get beat with these questions. <laughs> hey, if please, I, if you ain't got no answer, you ain't got no answer. <laughs> but listen, because uh, I feel like a I'm lot listening. of things make me happy. So like what okay. makes me happy is seeing other people happy, you know. Um, but then, of course, life is not just them. Life is you, too. So without them, what makes you happy? I think what genuinely makes me happy is just knowing that, you know, I'm breathing. That's I'm good. okay. I, I was given another life to live because mm -hmm. life is going to happen. Things are going to happen. And I just, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very optimistic. I'm very optimistic. So I just try to just push forward with gratitude and really just understanding um, and celebrating my small wins because you can have such big goals and I always get upset that you don't reach them. But what makes me happy is just knowing that Shoot, the sun's still shining. We going. The sun is still we shining. Going. Yeah. <laughs> we are going. Okay. So, so what, what's what's a small win for you this week? A small win. What day of the week is it? Uh, bro, I never we know day of the week. We don't week. work no job. We, we've been forgetting. Huh? It's I like, know. It's, it's so Thursday. bad. <laughs> it's Thursday. It's Thursday. See, if I, if I knew it was Thursday, I'd be like, oh, that's a small win. I remember the day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so um, listen, I would say a small win for me is um, I made ebooks. I okay. made ebooks because at the end of the day, I could spit knowledge like crazy, but um, there's a lot I want to do with my ebooks as a whole. But I created an ebook, really letting people understand what divorce does to your credit, you know, when it comes to married mm -hmm. couples, kind of where you're at. Um, I made an ebook on how to remove, you know, inquiries. Also made one about like a surge of points. And so um, my goal is to have more education pieces, things yeah. that people can actually implement and do because not everybody going to sign it with you. And regardless, I told you, I don't care if you work with me or not, play the game, play the game. Mm -hmm. you, you have to do something or you're going to just sit there and go nowhere. Um, and I also, I've been digging really big into, I know a lot about business credit. Like I know a plethora about a lot about business credit, but I realized you can get a, you know, 80 paydex score, like within four months, you know, I learned there's, there's other things you can do. So I just say really just educating myself and then, um, getting those eBooks. I'm, I'm excited. I was very excited. For yeah, nice, so nice, that's the song. Nice. And uh, no, no, I, that sounds like a big one to me, but no, I like the ebooks, and I had a point about it. So as far as the ebooks, I like that. I don't know if it's intentional. You let me know. I like that you 
this specifically for, you know, what divorce does. And then when we talk about credit, like if you get online, you just say, oh, I fix people's credit. Nobody cares about that because it's like everybody mm -hmm. fixes credit. The fact that exactly. you focus, yeah, the fact you focus specifically on the education piece about, you know, budgeting and things like that. I don't see most credit repair businesses doing that. So I think for anybody watching, they should take notes on the fact that you're niching specifically what you're doing. Like, it sounds like you have a good idea about your client avatar. Okay, these people, divorces, these people, you know, budgeting, that kind of thing. Is that intentional when you think about who you're serving? Um. It's hard for me to say it, it is and it's not like at the end of the day, okay. at the end of the day, remember, I told you, I've really got big on education for one, just looking at the youth, like looking at oh, the youth true, and yeah. how yeah, uh, yeah. really like how much they are. I don't even want to say attack because the world is a business. The world is a business. Yeah. So just educate yourself and just keep on growing and going further. Um, but when it comes to other credit repair businesses, kudos to y'all. Um, I love what you guys are doing out there, but the reason why you really want to educate is so they don't have to come back on top of not yeah. having to come back is the simple fact that people need the education. People need the education. You at one moment did not understand any of this. I know I didn't at all. And what happens is, is when it comes to just a normal credit repair, there's so much legalities behind credit repair, Definitely. but so many people want fast things. And what I've seen is I'm not against, I do not do this, okay? I'm not against trade lines per se. I'm not against anyone becoming an authorized user, right? But I'm 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 for the long journey. You know, I'm for I'm for the journey that's gonna, you know, keep you where you need to be so you can maintain it and attain it, yeah. right? So, yeah. you know, somebody may jump on a trade line because they want to hurry up and buy a house real quick or a car real quick, not knowing that trade line is going to fall off. Or you may want to be an authorized user once again so you can piggyback to build your credit. But um, I hope this don't go over no one's head, but there's a new FICO system coming out. And what's going to happen is, is if the banks, FICO 10. The 10 you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. If the yeah, banks yeah, have yeah, not okay. inherited it, What's going to happen is uh, the ones that have thus far were able to see what your score is without the help. And so really, I'm very big on somebody building something for their own. And I'm not saying all credit repairs do that, but yeah. so many people want fast results that's going to leave just as fast. Exactly. You know, exactly. so we got to we got to build something up. We got to build something. It's, it's a journey. It's a process. It was a process for me. It Definitely. was a process for me, you know. Definitely. But the only difference between me and someone else that didn't endure that process is I didn't give up. Definitely. Yeah, that FICO 10 C is true. I've been mm -hmm. screaming about that on the podcast, so they're going to follow what you're saying as mm -hmm. far as that. So as we wrap up, what's next for Depresha? What is next for Depresha? Um, yeah. So I've been doing a lot of speaking engagements. And so I'm very, I'm very, at the end of the day, yes, we do credit. Yes, we do budgeting and saving. I really, 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 I don't know how exactly I'm going to do this, but I really want to figure out a system to help the youth as a whole. So, and let me not say not figure it out because I do, like we have a nonprofit. And so we give out scholarships every single year. And we also help put workbooks in schools. But I really, really, really want to not only focus on the youth when it comes to like elementary age, I want to walk, I can't talk, I want to focus on the damage control, the retention, you know, the, the area right before you hit that area where everybody is struggling at, somebody's yeah. there to save you, you know, um, you know, I do, I do help, I do mentorship, but what can we do to really mentor the youth as a whole? So what's really next for me is just building out some platform that mm -hmm. I can plug kids in as well. Because of course, like I, I'm very big on educating. I'm very big on giving value, but I still got to pay my bills. I still got to take care I'm of myself. Definitely. So all yeah. my, my, my money comes from adults, regardless. Money comes from adults, but at the end of the day, their education is going down. But I want to build something up, you know, build something bigger than what our non-foundation does to be able to help the youth as a whole so then we're not stuck you know because what happens um I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this so in 1950s 
I'm, I'm actually posting something about this today. 1950s credit came around. About 1989 is when it was even somewhat important, right? So we are the generation to learn it. We are the generation. That's why schools didn't teach us. So don't get mad at what you don't know. Go find out. But yeah. I want to do something for the youth. So if anybody's even hearing this and feel what I'm feeling, let's connect because I really want to figure out a way to help them even further outside of what I'm doing to help their parents. Mm -hmm. No, that's huge. That's definitely huge. Prayers up. You know, God will bless you with the guidance and everything, connections to make that happen. So I definitely respect that for sure. How could the people get in contact with you? How could they find you? You know, get in contact with you for services, all that. All right. So once again, I am on all social media platforms. Look up preview to wealth, P-R-E-V-I-E-W-T-O-W-E-A-L-T-H. Why can I not spell that? <laughs> but Maybe y'all listen to my podcast, me. you better be able to spell. Oh, oh my gosh oh my gosh that's what autocorrect is for but um anyways uh you can go follow me on all platforms there is a lot of yep. education and you can actually book through me that way um if you want a direct contact real quick you call me at 405-240-8773 again 405-240-8773 and then let's just connect let's talk see where you're at see uh, what you're facing or just what your dreams and goals are. Because at the end of the day, you don't have to have terrible credit to work with me. You know, we have a lot of things that we can do to really upgrade your finances and help you organize your finances, protect your family and really build everything you already have established thus far. Definitely. definitely. That number is correct, right? They're not going to call that me. That number is correct. 405-240-8773. I have another number too, but hit me up on that one. They're going to hear Joe pick up as a deep voice. <laughs> it, it's going to be like, you know, the music videos. Hi, you don't call or ring yeah. ring. What was it? Soldier Boy? Yeah. You call Soulja Boy? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, not. Nah, I mean, I believe it's the right number. But that being said, y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the CAP podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. If you did, make sure you share it with somebody. Let us know on social media that you're listening to the podcast. And if you haven't gotten the Consumer Law for Geniuses FCRA edition ebook, you sleep on yourself. So go ahead and text the word FCRA Genius as one word to 914-353-4741. FCRA Genius as one word to 914-353-4741. You can get it for only $10 versus $97. Y'all have a blessed one.